1: I think a lot of people have got to ask that question after the week we have witnessed. Uh, Justin Trudeau, of course, holding the photo op that he said he would not have with the president if tariffs were still in place. Well, guess what? They're in place. And they're hurting businesses, certainly in uh, the area just outside of Hamilton. Um, and the trilateral deal, it was signed but it's not ratified yet, so it still has to go through another process. But certainly, I think, you know, with GM closing this week, it, it begs the question, you know, why did they all of a sudden pull out? Was this not something that would have been addressed in this deal? I mean, what was Jerry Diaz doing there? What was he doing there? The auto guy. He's the one running around saying, this is a great deal. This is fantastic. We're going to be making cars. We're going to protect jobs. And GM closes. So how did that happen? And how is it that we signed a deal where tariffs are still in place? I don't understand it. Because I'm thinking, if I'm one of these businesses, I'm thinking, look, GM's packing in. Maybe we are next. Maybe not. Let's ask. uh, Cindy Togham Cherniak is a trade lawyer with Lesage. And uh, good to have you, ma'am. I understand you've been busy. Yes, Alex. It's been a busy few weeks. Oh, we got a little bit of static on that line, so we'll, uh, hopefully it'll clear up. Um, what is it that, what, what is it that uh, you find most people are asking? Is there a lot of concern from business about these tariffs?
0: There's a lot of concern about the steel tariffs. The steel tariffs are big news, and the fact that they are not removed for the signing of, of the NAFTA or the USMCA or CUSMA um, is, is big news. Um, they should be gone.
1: Yeah, I, I don't even know what the actual deal name We're calling it CUSMA. Uh, putting Canada first. Uh, the Americans are calling it Uzmac and I don't know what the, uh, the uh, Mexicans are calling it TMAC. Uh, this whole thing seems to be a bit uh, skittery, but uh, was it a mistake to sign this thing? Do you think there was still more work to be done on it? Well, there still
0: is a lot more work to be done on it, regardless. Um, but I think we had to sign it at this particular moment in time. I don't think we had a choice. And that's really unfortunate, and I think that uh, President Trump knew that we didn't have a choice, and that is why he kept the steel tariffs in place.
1: Yeah, we're having a little bit of trouble with your uh, with your phone, so I'm hoping that the uh, static. I don't know. Are you in a building, there, Cindy? Uh, no, I'm not. Oh. So uh, all right. Well, we'll just have to put some tinfoil on your head. Um, <laughs> You know, the one big conversation that's not really being had is about the fact that the tariffs are still on. And I know a lot of companies behind the scenes, they don't talk publicly about this, but they are in real trouble. Are they starting to get the support that the government promised them?
0: Well, we're hoping that we'll have some announcements within a few weeks on uh, remission orders and exclusions from the tariffs. Uh, And some relief will be coming from finance. but. It is a problem for many businesses, and many businesses are hurting, especially the users of steel. So manufacturers in Canada. So it's other manufacturing jobs that are put at risk.
1: Right. And so, were you surprised to see GM, uh, you know, pull pull out?
0: Very surprised that GM pulled out because we're supposed to um, have put forward the rules of origin and negotiated them so that the. Car companies would stay in North America, and having three plants or four plants in the United States close and one in Canada really begs the question, uh, did the changes to the rules of origin accomplish what they were supposed to accomplish, or are they actually a, a hindrance to auto manufacturing in North America and have car companies decided to manufacture overseas and have consumers pay the tariffs? Uh, for cars if they want them in North America.
1: Right, because I was kind of making light of it, you know, as I as I kind of unfolded the story bringing you in, that, you know, Jerry Dias, who had a big part, and I'm not sure how he got that much power at the table, but he was a big part of the negotiation. He was front and center. He's front and center now, you know, and he was talking about how great of a deal it was and it was great for the auto sector, and so I don't understand where the disconnect was that, you know, for such a great deal, not even a month and a half later, uh, one of the big giants is. Going on.
0: Well, it was right before the signing, too, and is yeah. there some coincidence or no coincidence in that timing? But it certainly begs the question whether or not we're, he- we're heading in the wrong direction and whether or not the new NAFTA is creating more problems than the old NAFTA was, you know, was and is.
1: And so in your, in your experience, what do you think we're going to start to see next? Is it uh, conceivable to you that other businesses would be looking at GM and saying, OK, if they're going, then that signals it's probably not getting better for us? Well,
0: I think it's the, the car industry, they, you know, the the auto sector will need to determine whether or not they can meet those rules of origin. And if they can't meet the rules of origin, we're going to lose production in Canada and in North America, and we are going to lose jobs. And with the steel tariff still in place, we are going to lose jobs outside the auto sector and in the auto parts sector and in the machinery sector and in the oil and gas sector. So there will be a number of, of sectors of the economy that are affected. And then with the last-minute changes to NAFTA, there, this you know, agreement that was signed today, um, are we always going to be wondering, oh, is this particular provision that isn't working for us, is this one of the ones that they snuck in at the last minute or that was changed at the last minute? And is, is there some invalidity to this agreement that was signed? You know, is, is it going to be uh, great for lawyers?
1: Yeah, well, yes, it's great that you have no life now, but I'm, I'm concerned a little bit about the economy at large. You know, there's a, a report out today uh, from a group of economists that are saying, look, the third quarter earnings, not great. We are starting to see the economy slow. It's now going to be, you know, weak. They're predicting that the fourth quarter results are going to be even worse. And so we have a problem here. We've got a country that is not competitive. We have a country now that's involved in a trade deal that apparently didn't put in any provisions to protect our auto. Um, And so what are the surprises that people can expect in the next little while?
0: Well, I think one of the big surprises will be that the new NAFTA, one of the main goals of the agreement is to make ca- Canadian manufacturing entities less competitive. And so that when there's a choice, do plants put money into Canada, or do they put their money into U.S. plants? Yeah. They're going to put the money into the U.S. plants, abandon the Canadian plants, and the Canadian plants are going to close. So uh, one of the big things out of the, the goals out of the USTR and, and President Trump was actually to make Canadian businesses not competitive so that the canadian market can be serviced from u.s companies
1: in the end when you look back at this cindy you know there was a lot of talk about canada should have just gone it alone and uh, signed a deal with america forget you know worry about canada and instead the prime minister dug in his heel that he would not do a deal without mexico i'm not so sure that was the smartest thing to do
0: if hindsight being <laughs> 2020 i think that it would have been better to take a very quick deal and run with it. And unfortunately, we we are in the position that we are now because we didn't take we wanted to uh, join with Mexico and have Mexico's back. They didn't have ours.
1: Yeah, they don't have it uh, now. And and so, you know, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, can we put tariffs then on Mexico, given the whole thing that happened with GM? That's one suggestion that uh, Jerry Diaz was making that, you know, OK, let's pen, uh, penalize Mexico. But that can't be done now, can it?
0: Well, at the end of the day, I don't think that the Canadian government will act contrary to Canada's international obligations. President Trump and the U.S. government is doing that. But I don't know if it's in Canada's interest to take similar action um, when we don't have a justification for doing it. And and it it would surprise me very much if we actually took those sorts of steps.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll stay tuned and I'll call you again. And uh, I appreciate your time. I know you're very busy, so thank you. No, thank you for having me. That is Cindy togham Cherniak uh, joining us. And sorry about the connection. It was a lousy connection, but um, Cindy knows an awful lot about this kind of stuff. And she's coming at it from a non-political view. She's got no skin in the game other than, you know, trying to help businesses out, uh, but but also can explain the navigation of the market. And and these are all things that she was bringing up in, in the months leading up, you know, to the signage of today. And uh, I gotta be honest, it's not ratified. I can't see Congress making any other changes, but... I think we got screwed. You know, you're not going to hear anything. The politicians will all pat themselves on the back. that They did a great job. Mulroney will say, oh, that was a great job. Paul Martin, oh, that was a great job. They're all going to say that. It's politics. I just think, I think the numbers and the uh, headlines will tell this story. They'll unspin the political spin. Here, On Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.